Chelsea dropped precious points away to Leeds. Liverpool finally won. And Tottenham did not come out to play in the North London Derby. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from four friends who support different clubs. My name is James, and I support Arsenal. Next to me is Brad. He supports Chelsea Football Club right below Best me. Club in London. Talking during the intros, bro. What, what's going on, man? Right below me is Sean. He he's, he supports the, the, the very sad white lilies from North London, the Tottenham Hotspurs. And diagonally across from me, down below, is Tam Zeed. He supports Liverpool. Uh, this is going to be our look at the Premier League after match day 29. Gentlemen, how we doing? How's everyone feeling? Sean, you feel bad. Tam Zeed, you feel pain, right? Everybody, got everybody colored. Brad, you feel good? Everybody, feel decent. Everybody covered? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Same answers. Let's just keep it rolling. You guys are predictable. <laughs> predictable. Um, we're going to quickly check out the table. Get that pulled up real quick. Of course, Manchester City still in first. Man U still second. Liverpool are Leicester third. Chelsea fourth. Um, West Ham still a fifth. Liverpool's back up to sixth after beating... Uh, help me wolves wolves thank you i had it written down i just need to look to my right um arsenal still in 10th tottenham's right above them a couple points ahead in the uh, relegation got interesting this weekend where fulham actually did pop up into 17th for a couple hours uh before uh, brighton and newcastle played but that's where we sit um everything is basically the same as it has been for the last couple weeks um so let's get into it. Things we're going to talk about today, guys. Uh, Leeds and Chelsea, of course. Uh, Arsenal and Spurs, the North London Derby. Uh, we'll talk about that that win Liverpool picked up and quickly touch on relegation. Have a quick chat about European football before we look forward to a couple FA Cup matches this weekend coming up and just a few Premier League matches to catch some of the teams up who have games in hand. But like I said, let's start with Leeds and Chelsea. Brad, I thought that this result was really bad for Chelsea. I thought drawing away to Leeds was not good. Tell me why I'm wrong. Uh, so result-wise, sure. Um, it definitely didn't help us get that gap between West Ham. It means we're relying on you guys to beat West Ham to keep fourth. Um, so, yeah, sure, a draw wasn't good. And, again, our issues are we're just not clinical enough. right? Like We had the chances to win this game. We just couldn't finish. Um, for whatever those reasons may be. But it was a fun game to watch, though. I enjoyed the game. Um, a deserved winner of one side or the other, but a draw isn't terrible. It's still not an L. That's that's 12 games in a row without an L. That's that's 10 clean sheets. So, like, there's progress. But I, de- I agree with you that, you know, an extra two points would definitely help us lock down fourth. So from the outset, my my standpoint after seeing that draw was, I think, fifth, uh, you guys are in fourth. So fourth, uh, fifth, sixth, and seventh place teams could have surpassed you. Uh, I think the seventh place team could have tied you on points. Uh, After you guys, so you guys played first, it was 7.30 in the morning, so you guys were the first game of the weekend. Uh, Everybody else still hadn't played yet. So if everyone had taken maximum points, then you guys could have dropped all the way to seventh. Um, or at least tied for seventh. Um, of course, this didn't happen because uh, Everton lost, West Ham lost, um, and so like things didn't go the way that they could have. But you know, at nine thirty in the morning on Saturday after the match, I was like looking at the table. I said, "This could, you know, turn around and not be good for for Chelsea." Um, maybe I'm. Maybe I was giving teams both wins or something like that. Maybe, maybe I think Everton might've had two games in hand. And so I was giving them more points than, than they could have possibly gotten over the course of one day. But either way, I, I when you look at the table, it, it got really tight, but then Everton yeah. lost and West Ham lost. And it was kind of like, okay, well, I guess, I guess we actually did get, make some ground with one point. Um, 
They yeah, didn't murder us like it probably should have. Like they, there was our our draw. Others didn't capitalize on us dropping points. They also dropped points, which happens to be lucky. Happens right, that's not the position I want to be. Year in the Premier League, is this like teams desperately do not want to finish fourth? So I think, yeah, I think left, nobody wants fourth place, and everyone like does whatever they can to not get, not finish in fourth. I think we, I think we, we jokingly refer to this as the clown fest for fourth place. Yeah, and how everybody just decides to fall apart whenever oh fourth place is on the line. Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna take a week off. Absolutely. Uh, yes, yeah, so I thought this was a bad, bad draw. I don't think it was a yeah. I don't. I don't think it hurt us as much as it probably could have. So and looking at those teams won, then yes, this would have been a really bad draw. Go for it, Sean. So, so do you think that you just sat back and absorbed leads because they don't change their style? No, so we do you couldn't just say finish. You sat back and absorbed. Do you think he just no, misplayed? No, no. Could we you... had possession and we had opportunities. We just couldn't finish them. I think I was both ways, though. I think like yeah, Leeds had a couple of yeah. Because you said Brad said I thought it was a good game, and I could see Tim Seed rolling his eyes, and I, that's where I was going. Yeah, dude, I I woke up at eight in the morning to watch that second half. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple. Mendy had a, had at least one great save, not two, and then most of our shots just went right at the keeper. So mid, like just such a distinct lack of like it's what happens when both teams press very high and it turns into this uh uh the entire game is played game mid like, yeah. yeah this becomes this like <laughs> awful game of pinball yeah i was gonna and say it's that not like a little fun to, it's just not fun to watch like like a, a two-team 50 yard just uh like yeah, we're just gonna just pass like, it around the yeah, mid. it just wasn't fun to watch and like i was like i was just like tired and i'm like oh that was, that was terrible. Yeah, because because Leeds are, aren't going to back off their style. Yeah. And, it's, like, it's just Ch the way the matchup worked. It, it <clears throat> was not fun. And Tuchel's good enough to play different styles, but I didn't know if he was going to. So it sounds like he, he kind of didn't either. I mean, when you're like a big – when you're a bigger club, you, you force your style onto other people. Right? Yeah, so he he, he rolled his style out yeah. and was like, yeah. here's, here's, here's my Wayne. Let's do it. Yeah, they both kind of like hit – Collide and yeah. go anywhere. There's the same thing that happened in the, the Southampton game too. That also ended one one. So it's just dire because it just after a point it just gets to a point where they just all like it just pinball <laughs> and yeah, it's like it's just, it reminds me of like when two Rams just kind of are just like hit each other and then yeah. they just back up and do it again. Do it again, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> okay, well. Let's uh let's let's keep it rolling. We'll talk about the North London Derby next. Um, of course, I'm quite happy. I thought it was, of course I thought it was a great game, but but Sean, I think you uh you got something you want to get off your chest. Something that uh, yeah something yeah important, I did. important for you to get out tonight. Here's what I want to say. Was the was the Lamella goal good? Yes. I'm not gonna sit here and say it was a crappy goal. Here's what I'm not here for. Goal of the year. Oh, he's probably going to win the goal of the year on this. It's embarrassing. He might win goal of the year, and that should not go in the trophy case. It should go in the dumpster because he can't use his right foot. He had to Rabona it because he can't use his right. Well, How long has he been a professional? Like 13 years? 12 years? 13? Something like that. He's, He's like 30 years sure. old. Nowhere in there you picked up a right foot? I, I'm i just going to tell you this right now. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter if he has the right foot of fucking Cristiano Ronaldo. No right-footed shot goes in that net. None. You lose in even <laughs> worse fashion. <laughs> no, <laughs> you get your nose rubbed in far <laughs> deeper in the dirt. <laughs> that that was the only thing I was going to say once I watched it from a couple different different angles. Because he plants inside the ball, because he is so left-footed, Partey slides slightly to the right and opens up to go between his legs. Yeah. And, and like Leno just stands there because he's like, he's yeah. expecting something. Yeah, like, Arsenal had it perfectly they shouldn't expect yeah. something else. He can't hit it with his right. 
<laughs> they should expect a Rabona. You can't expect a Rabona ever. Like you can't. Like, he's you, he's you can't game If you took RN Robin Robin and <laughs> took seventy five percent of the talent, that's Eric Lamelo. I think you have to add a little bit more. Um... Oh, pizzazz because he's south. No, I was gonna go with just because like, like... he does have more flair. Aaron Robin was kind of straightforward. Well, no, I guess like he just kind of like ran straight up the sideline, cut in on his left, and then score. Eric Eric has like a little, like he likes he likes to do the step overs. Maybe only with his left though, right? Yeah, he, he well he step overs left. with his right, but so, nobody should fall for it. So so Sean, let me let me tell you what you really should be mad about at this game. Let's the ref. Go. You could be mad at the refs if you want. <laughs> if you want. But you guys got absolutely outplayed. Just completely destroyed for 80 minutes. I, I don't I don't feel that way. At least for 45 minutes. Um you guys didn't have a shot. You had you had one shot on goal, which was the goal, which was a world-class like amazing strike world until the 71st okay. minute. You guys didn't get your second shot on goal until the 71st minute. We like Doherty couldn't. Oh, he was awful. He was he was treading water. Emil was and Tierney were were lighting him up. Eaten, they were eaten. Saka. Yes, Doherty. So here's where I'll count on you. To to me, Doherty was the only mm-hmm. bad part. But you guys were taking such big advantage of it. I, I it I, wasn't fair. We were we were playing down the right. Just we weren't playing as much down the right with Saka as we did down the left with Emil and Tierney. But like Cedric and Cedric Soros and uh, Bakayoko Saka definitely played. Down I didn't. Right. I didn't feel like Nombili and and Regulon had a bad game. I don't think they had a bad game, but I think that we. I think I. I really think that Arsenal had our way with you in that entire match, um, with the exception of like the last ten minutes where we just decided to stop playing after we got the red after the second red card or the second yellow card. Excuse me. Um, it, it seemed like Arsenal were like, oh, I guess we got this. And then they, they definitely took, you know, pumped the brakes, which was frustrating to watch. James, uh, what's Saka's first name? That's not my turn? Oh, yes, yes. What, what, what's Saka's first name? Beast. Bakayoko. Bakayoko. I think you said Bakary. I had to Google that to double check if he. Dude, like, I don't see. So, yes, I think Tottenham fans have definitely have cause to be upset about the penalty. Um was soft. I don't, I don't care. I, I could not care. <laughs> like, it's flat. I don't care. My, my, my personal favorite thing about that penalty is that if Lacazette was a good forward, that's not a penalty. Right? <laughs> it's only because he's an idiot and he completely skies the shot that it, beco- that it becomes a mistime challenge. That is because if he actually me. connects the way yeah. he wanted to, that like yeah. his tackle uh-huh. connects with his foot. Like... <laughs> It's just really funny. <laughs> I don't care. I couldn't care less. I know. I yes. You know, like yes. Arsenal, embrace the shit house. Arsenal like, have been hard done by VAR and by ref decisions all season, so it's about time we got one. And it couldn't have come against a better, better opponent. I just couldn't. I couldn't believe they went to VAR and still thought. You know what? Apparently, they didn't even Penalty. go to VAR. Cause, uh, cause Michael, yeah, they did, didn't they? Well, I mean, they, they reviewed have, it. They have to, they have to review it. Oh, they have degree. to. Okay, yeah. But but Michael Oliver's immediately on on the, the the radio to Paul Tierney and saying, "I had a perfect view of it. I saw like it, you know." And he was up, like, you could see Michael Oliver right after he after he points to the spot, talking in his earpiece, and you know, he's he's he, Michael Oliver has a great view of it. Um, was it was it the right call? No, it was the wrong call. <laughs> This is the funniest call. This is a comedy call. Um, we, I think we brought this up, but we, I know there's people that, in here that uh, disagree with me. However, being a baseball player, largely going up, going up uh, I appreciate Oliver because he's usually consistent. So he's one of my favorite referees. 
And I know there's a few in there that do not like him. <laughs> but I appreciate Oliver because he is usually consistent. That one I just happen to disagree with. I think he's probably the best English referee. Okay. I thought I thought you and Tamsi were on record of saying you don't like Saying the best style. English referee. <laughs> well, yeah, all right, there. You want to say we're not saying it right. It's but, still bad. It's, okay, so maybe it. that was my misunderstanding. It's still bad. It's just the best English. The, the bar is over here. Yeah. yeah. A, there's a very low bar for that. But I do think he's the best. Uh, since Who has the best refs? Then? Since my guy Howard Dean retired. <laughs> I did like my boy Howard Dean. No. Yo, it went Howard Dean, Clattenburg, Oliver. There we go. A succession of top tier English referees. <laughs> wow. Um, it's come, turn no. up next week for our hierarchy of English refs. <laughs> uh, Craig Pawson is last. Um, <laughs> Howard Dean. Yeah, I liked Howard Dean. Howard Dean, yeah. yeah. He was he was he was a decent referee. He would throw he would throw yellows with flair. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Howard Webb. No, Howard Dean. Yeah, it is Howard, Howard Dean. No, no, it's Howard Webb. No, it's Webb. No, 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 Mike Dean. Mike yeah, Dean. Mike Dean. Mike, Mike Dean. Dean. Howard Dean's the Biaw guy. Yeah. On the on the it's, it's, all two clangers in the day. James having a full on Arsenal style collapse here. <laughs> Yeah, Howard Dean was the guy on the yeah, uh, political trail who went beyond. Um, yes, Howard Webb. Howard that's, Webb. That's what I meant. I, the, I Howard, it was Mike Dean who you're thinking of. The bald yeah. guy. He like yeah, would well, people yell like this. No, I'm, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Howard Webb, which is a referee before your football. Oh, well, I like Mike Dean. Yeah. Um, I don't, Let's have a I don't like Mike Dean. But let's have a like MTV celebrity death match. I'm pretty sure Mike Dean's wife doesn't like Mike Dean. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody fucking likes Mike Dean. (laughs) Apparently, Sean likes his gamesmanship. Games player. I like his. I like his pizzazz. Oh yeah, he does. He does have a lot of pizzazz when he's delivering his. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I love it. And just like give you a penalty, like bro. It's gotta be the star of the show. That's what English refs are known for. They're the stars of the show. But you know, get in the bin. I don't care. No, I have no. (laughs) I have no feelings for you. What's up? I didn't think there was any anything wrong with the approach that Spurs had in the game. I thought it was fine. Like you give Arsenal the ball, fuck him. Like that's how you beat Arsenal every year. Like every team that beats Arsenal just gives them the ball and they're like, alright, cool. Like have the ball. We'll hit you on the counter. You got David Luiz in the back. How hard could it possibly be? Uh, that is uh, that's normally a fair assessment, but right. Spurs didn't play at all in the first forty-five minutes. Right, there were two. Uh, so fundamentally, if it was me, when Sun went off, I would have probably put Dele Ali on instead of instead of Lamela. But I understand the reasoning for for fucking playing Lamela, right? It's for like having a uh, Keeping the sort of like counter, uh, like the pace on the counter attack still, right? But fundamentally, the two players who played the worst was uh, one with one with Doherty, because he just he yeah, wait he, he, he to me Sanchez and Doherty for me. No, it's uh, Sanchez isn't that bad. It was uh, Doherty, uh, who just, who just could not. Well, I guess I guess Gareth Bale didn't play well either on either ends, uh, and uh, Harry Kane played incredibly poorly. And I need this really bad myth of him having uh, three good games where he made assists to be some kind of metric for him being a playmaking forward. If you look back at his thirteen assists, right, they all came in a month, and seven of them came in three games, right. It was that smacking of Southampton, the smacking of United, and I think he got two more against Brighton or something. And ever since then, he's only got like three assists in like what? What are we like March now? Like he has been horrendous. Yeah, he was in that category, and it's just really it. I don't understand what this obsession is with trying to make Harry Kane into a playmaker. England tried to do that with Harry Kane in 2016, which was so weird. Why is he taking they corners? They taking free kicks. Yeah, He's like, taking corners. 
Yeah, no, I think, and you might you might correct me on this, but this is one of the first times we play. We trotted out a four two three one. You've been playing four two three one for the past like three. No, yeah, no, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's you played Delhi Alley in the hole for like three four games in that. But it's played more like a four three three. Is what it's felt like when they play on the yeah, field. It's, a, it's, it's a like a three up top, three, unless three, just Stone and Bale just play push it's, up. It's literally, he's not wrong. It's literally the same thing. A four three three and four two three nine plays uh, the same way. Well, okay. same thing. So the but just, Lucas, I think maybe the, maybe then what I'm misunderstanding is I don't think Lucas, Son, Kane, and Bale have played together all at the same time. At least not a lot. Then I don't think from the start or recently. I don't think from the yeah. start they've played a lot together, but I think. Well, it's because Bale has played a lot, but Lucas Son and Kane have. Yes, so that's that's so, where I was. Lucas was. That's where player. I was confused at our start of. Well, okay, like, what's I mean, what's not working here? I mean, like the fundamental issue was the, the game plan was to lob it to Kane and have him hold it up, but Kane didn't yeah. do any of that. He was yeah. actually really fucking bad at his job. Like his job was to hold up the ball. So you can feed. So I understand why he brought Eric Lamelon instead of Deli Ali, right? Playmaker. Well, no, no because like the, like the movement, the ball, like, and is running, yeah, running yeah, beyond the yeah. cutting, right? But like that's what Kane did to Son, that's how he got all of his yeah, assists before. But, but yeah. it's like it's, uh, but it's just like it, it's just a bad like. I don't know. I don't agree with the idea of Harry Kane as. Anything more than a pure poacher, like he should be played as a pure poacher. Like that's it should be exactly that. There should be no reason why Harry Kane comes pretending he's Benzema or something. Like I think he had one touch in the first half. Yeah, like he was horrendous. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not. He's not cut out for this. He doesn't know where to position himself. He doesn't have the technique to wiggle out of that situation. So he gets caught really easily if you press him like on the deck. Like it just is just not. Is that, he do can't you, play on a half turn because he's English, so none of them do. Um, <laughs> do you? So do you drop him for who? No, no, no. Do you drop him back in the formation and have Sun up top? No, no. you leave no. him up top. Don't bring him down. Oh, Tell him to sit in the eighteen and camp well, out. Well, you're arguing against him standing up there and taking lobs. No, no, so, no. I'm I think arguing. You You're track him back is what I'm asking. No, no. He gets the ball, and then he passes to somebody, but then he poaches the goal. He needs yeah, to be up he close to the goal. The goal. Yeah. He needs to finish moves, not be the, involved yeah. in them. Right? The outlet pass needs to go to the sides, not yeah, yeah. to the middle, to, to Kane. That's what it is. Like Kane yeah. is at the end of the buildup, not the beginning. Yeah. He doesn't need to be involved in, like, playmaking shit. Like, hey, he's, Tammy. Not, he's not Giroud. I think you're getting through to the Neanderthals. It's coming. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm able to explain tactics now. All right. right. Progress. You were able to explain it's not much. He said, yeah. he said, yeah, all right. It's not much. It's, it's a little bit of progress here. That that one specific tactic you understood. That one, yeah, one specific tactic. Striker hit ball <laughs> and goal. <laughs> Big brain. Big brain. Unga tunga. <laughs> All right, big brain. So, so Liverpool gets a win, but can't do it at home. Huh? Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, Fabinho in defensive midfield. Turns out, if you play your players in the right position, they're really fucking good. <laughs> Who knew? Who fucking knew? John Henry certainly did not know this. Did, no, he clearly did not know this. Apparently, Jurgen Klopp didn't know this either. Turns out, if you play Thiago Alcantara higher up the field, he's very fucking good. <laughs> I, I, I believe that every time he plays, it's his fault. That's what I've been conditioned to believe yeah. after reading Twitter for fifteen minutes. Is that uh, yeah. he, he is the problem? Yeah, Thiago's right? the problem. Thiago's the problem. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just it's amazing how well we play when players play in the right position. And uh, somebody please slap Sadio Mane. Just shave his head off, like. I'm tired of seeing these implants. They're not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Just shave it off, bro. Like, it's a losing battle. Like, <laughs> this one's a losing battle. Just just give it up. This, this might be it. <laughs> um, so, game leaves you five points off fourth. That's close. since striking distance. Uh, you guys don't play Chelsea again, correct? You guys have played no. both your Chelsea games? 
Yeah. Correct. Uh, uh, I'm hoping for a... I'm hoping for a uh, Atletico remontada tomorrow uh, because I feel like that'll send the Chelsea balloon crashing down. Then uh, they got they got a much harder run in it. So <laughs> you've been saying for weeks though that Athletic Atletico are not going to do this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I said I'm hoping. I'm not saying I. True. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think Atletico got the juice to do it. We have progressed past the need for Spanish football. <laughs> I was I was watching that. Madrid Atletico uh, Atlanta game today. I was number three for those uh, who are paying attention about things James Smith spoke on. But um, I was really hoping that Atlanta would would steal a, steal a goal. Oh, uh, dude! I watched that the the first goal go in, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, this yeah. is done. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, not worth it. Um, I watched. It. I looked at a breakdown of of what Zidane did with the three-man back and how he positioned. And it was really interesting of how he used, uh, what was it, Nacho, Ramos, and Veron. Uh, and then how he pushed up the left and let, uh, because he didn't trust Atalanta's back center backs, he just let Vincenzo's just attack him all day <laughs> and just like created havoc and pulled holes all day. Yeah, Atlanta are just they just they they just they showed their inexperience. That's it. Yeah, yeah. They they, well, their their center backs aren't going to be able to keep up with the attack of Madrid. They shouldn't. Have you seen Madrid's attack? They're fucking shit. I want Real Madrid next round, please. Well, I want me. the actual Vicenzas uh, to come over here I, to Vinicius. Well, it's about to it's about to be pronounced victory if we get this, <laughs> if we get that guy. <laughs> We get a real finisher up top at Tottenham. We're getting the actual uh, North London Derby here today. <laughs> <laughs> the clown fest that it normally is. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's, that's all we got to say about, about Wolves. And <laughs> well, that's all we got to say about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Adama is the most overrated forward in the in the league. Uh Trent Alexander-Arnold put another winger in his back pocket. Like, what's there to talk about? This is. This I don't is think every... Traore's overrated at all. Really? I don't think he's very rated. What? He is awful. Isn't it been like I think he's over? I don't think he's rated enough to be overrated. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, not. I, mean, not I don't know. I'm saying I don't think there's anyone like out here just hanging the banner for Adama Traore. I don't know, man. Wolves are trying to get sixty million in the summer. <laughs> Well, that's too much. I mean, yeah, I think uh, Mike Ashley sounds right up his alley. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like we Fred Alexander will put another another uh, winger in his back pocket. Uh, that's Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi for your count. Uh, we'll see when obese James catches up. Uh, <laughs> did we? Uh, you off the bench. We, we, maybe because I haven't seen news as. Is uh that kid okay for wolves? Yeah. Oh yeah, Reaper okay. Show. He's fine. Okay. Oh, and like he's conscious. I should say he's probably yeah. concussed. Um, okay. But it sounds like he'll be. Just that was concerning. Yeah. Yeah, and it it happened off camera too. Like, uh, the camera panned away when that already like when the 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 kick happened when Cody uh shinned him basically. Yes, like a knee. Yeah. This was an unfortunate situation. Yeah, yeah, because the, the defender's tracking back, um, trying yeah. to defend, and the keeper's coming <clears throat> out, and like stuff just happens, unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, I mean, like Klopp said it earlier in the year, where he's talked about how uh, we should just call offside as is, and if it's not, then we'll like var it later or whatever, right? But like the idea that you hold your flag down, because he was miles offside on that play, so like. If they had just called it offside on the spot, it could have been avoidable. You see, the problem, yeah. the problem though, is that uh, with that thought process, like I, I generally agree with you that like if the linesman knows it's offside, like they they see that it's offside, should call they it. They should call it. But the yes, line, the linesman yes. is generally pretty good. Like, like when like like there aren't generally like super glaring errors. Like that's like one or two a season. 
that there are like super bad glaring errors on offside calls. And I'm talking like before, uh, before VAR, like there were close ones that you could, that you could debate and be like, maybe the linesman should have gotten that. And like, that's what you hope VAR clears up. But the problem is if you're saying we need to have linesmen just call offside, like they used to, you know, you've got people, they, they stop playing with when the flag goes up and what happens when they're wrong and the, the play stops, the goal so, doesn't happen. And, and now, you know, and they, they so I feel like as linesmen, if it's clear and obvious that it's offsides, there's no reason to wait for VAR. No. Right. Like if it's clear and obvious, throw your flag up. Yeah. It was like, if there's a chance that you're flag. wrong. Keep your flag down. That's, Yes, and a uh, judgment call the ref should be able to make. But the problem is, then you're adding a level of subjectivity, like a second, a secondary level of subjectivity to it. Um, like, like, is this close enough for me to maybe, like, second guess myself, or am I am I, am I clear? Because then, the, then you get to a point where you, you know, the Mike Mike Oliver situation, where he's like, oh, this is clearly a penalty, and he was wrong, um, but like he was so adamant about being right that like the wrong decision was made yeah. he overruled VAR. And so um, what happens when the linesman, like you're, you're asking them to take another, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an easier solution to just say, okay, recognize that it was offside, keep tracking down the line. And then once the, once the opportunity to score, once the, the, like the, the, the turn of play moves away from that, then put your flag up. That's a more elegant and easier solution in my opinion, I, I agree with you. If they're miles offside, throw your flag up. But but I think adding a, a like adding another level of like subjective, uh, you know, like oh did I did I get this right or am I maybe am, you know, it seems easier to just do it the way that they're doing it now. And it's an unfortunate circumstance that Patricio got kicked in the in the skull, but that's the first time nice. this, this season it's happened. Well, second down the wall. Yeah, well, but that was a different situation. Yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, that, I, yeah. I'm not trying to say that, like, like I, clearly, I hope this never happens. But, like, I, I think that the solution, oh, no, no, no. I think that the solution that they've come up with, with hold your flag until the turn, like the the course of play has moved past the goal scoring opportunity, and then flag for offside. I think is a better solution than because I th- I forget which game it was, um, but it was actually your boy Mike Dean. Um, Sean, I think it was this season. Uh, it was Arsenal was playing. Uh, the linesman puts his flag up. Mike Dean acknowledges, but doesn't blow the play dead. And the defensive team stops playing. Arsenal keep playing. Arsenal score a goal. VAR like checks it, and the linesman was wrong. And this def- this defense just stopped playing because they saw the flag go up, and Arsenal get a goal, like a very easy goal. So like, well, then that's just got to be the yeah. linesman and the refs on the same page, is what well, it has to be. But, but like, that uh, was the breakdown there. That, that that was done right, other than Mike Dean not blowing his whistle. But but the uh, the, but the ruling was wrong. What do you mean the rule? Yeah, like the, the no, linesman, like the, the guy playing linesman. Sure. So what I'm saying though is that is that Arsenal would have been hard done there. Because they would have lost their goal scoring opportunity because the linesman was just flat wrong. Yeah. It, it's a mixed bag, right? Yeah, it's both. It's both. I think I think what they've told the linesman's linesmen to do is frustrating in certain situations. But the but the best the best decision they could have, like the best instruction they could give them. I think it's also frustrating. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but it, it's frustrating for them too because you have to yeah. constantly second guess yourself. Exactly. So, like they they're not allowed to just do their job. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be a linesman right now. Like it's, they're, they're directing them to not do their job. Yeah. So I'm sure it's frustrating for them. And and it's never yeah it's never good when you like these guys don't want to be wrong. Like Mike Oliver didn't want to be wrong on that penalty. He's gonna look at it. He's gonna look at it after the game and be like, "Yeah, that was kind of a not a penalty." So he doesn't want to be wrong. Yeah. But in the moment, he w- he thought he was so right. 
So it's same with these linesmen. They don't want to be wrong. They don't want to affect the game. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, let's talk about relegation real quick. Um, Fulham lost to City. Brighton beat Southampton, and Newcastle drew again for the third straight game. Uh, leaves us with uh, Fulham still in 17th, Newcastle's in 18th, and Brighton's up. Uh, excuse me. Fulham's in seven, 18th, Newcastle's in 17th, and Brighton's in 16th. Um, but both Brighton and Newcastle have a game in hand on uh, on Fulham. But interesting, interesting coming up this weekend in the Premier League, Brighton and Newcastle play. Um, Fulham play Leeds coming up this weekend, and Brighton Brighton play Newcastle, host Newcastle. So um, if Brighton beat Newcastle and Fulham beat Leeds, Newcastle are going into the international break in relegation, in the relegation zone. So. Uh, what do we? Uh, well, what, 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 well it, t- it shortens our relegation talk because sir, West Brom and Sheffield are relegated. out of here. Yeah. Well, yeah, we know well, that. Sheffield are especially done now. But Steve Wilder gone too. Yeah. Oh, who, wait, wait. So who? Who? Tamsie? Steve. Oh, sorry, Chris oh. Wilder. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. There we go. Boo! Boo this man! Boo this man! Chris Wilder. Yeah. Chris Wilder's. Chris Wilder's gone. Uh, Chris Wilder took his 11 points and his yeah. subs. <laughs> and went out because he didn't uh, want a director of football because people questioned why you'd spend $50 million on uh, Ollie McBurney and uh, Rian Brewster <laughs> and sit them both on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that was a line too far to cross. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're dead. We're not, we're not going to talk about them anymore because they're going to yeah, get, no, no, no. get relegated. But it is really it is really spicy that 16 17 18. I think so. Because yeah. Newcastle going down is just going to be pure comedy. Yeah, because I want it I clearly I want it cuz I called it 10 weeks ago. It's, uh, or it's however the, long. The Benitez vindication party. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I I just also personally felt and I made this point when I, I don't think it was 10 weeks ago, but it was probably seven or eight. No, it's close to like nine. It was, it was a long time ago. Long time. But I, I felt not only about how Newcastle were bad, just that I didn't think Fulham were bad enough to get relegated. So I thought it was a combination of the both. It was Newcastle are very bad, and I don't think Fulham are accurately represented by their placement. See that's the that's the funny part because Newcastle on paper are not that bad. It's just Steve Bruce's shit. Steve Bruce (laughs) is just a mountain pile for shit. This is why this man got a cabbage thrown at him. Makes so much sense. Like interesting if there were fans this year, like how much hate Steve Bruce would be getting in the stadium. Oh my god! Yeah, right. Those those Jordies are insane. It it would be vicious. Yeah, it would be. It'd be some some. It'd be it'd be vicious, yeah. Maybe 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 we'll save this. Uh, God, that is hideous. Maybe we'll save this, save this question for next week. But um, do you guys think that Fulham are gonna are gonna sneak out of this? Sean Sean thinks so. I'm still yeah. I'm still not sold personally. I don't think they're that bad. I think that they're I don't think they're result accurately. <laughs> The they're not good enough either. The yeah, they're not, that's yeah. the problem. The best thing <laughs> well, is Scott hey. gray jacket. And the last week that he wears on top of his jumper. I don't fucking get it. Like, <laughs> is this man trying to look like a Batman villain every time he yes. goes out? Like, yes, he is. Yes, he is. I, and and the last week is Fulham Newcastle. Is it really? That's yes. Yo, I'm here it. for that. Let's... Spicy. So spicy. That is poetic justice. Yo, isn't it? I, I, that's gonna be a good. That, that's gonna be that a good might game. actually be the game that decides who goes up, who stays, like who goes down, who go, who stays up. That I hope it is. Oh, I, I same here. I want that to be the thing. I want them to be tied on points going into the last week. That's what I'm hoping for. I want some spiciness. Or like one of them's up by three points, but like the goal difference is just enough that like. 
it's like a two goal goal difference. Yeah. So like they got to push for like a win and win by three goals or something like that. that could be interesting. anyway. We'll, we'll make, catch us next week. We might Cross that some, bridge. Might, yeah. Might have some interesting stuff next week for that. Um, European football. Do you guys have anything you want to talk about? I just need us to to survive tomorrow. That's it. I just want Chelsea to survive tomorrow. Um, What's the aggregate score on that right now? Is it one zero? One zero away. Yeah. So it's like one point one. I'm hoping for a uh, one one zero zero. I'm here for it. Tamsi, try try it again. Brad, Brad started talking over you. Oh, fuck, Brad. What are you, what are you hoping? Uh, uh, hoping for an Atletico uh, uh, comeback? Yeah. Uh, okay, um, it'd be great. It'd be good to see. Good to see. Sean, what happened you, in you, what happened in Spurs Europa League tie last week? I I, I honestly don't remember. Uh, I think we went two mm-hmm. two one. Who'd you guys play? Zagreb. Oh, that's right. And you guys have to go. To uh, Ukraine. Yeah, let me let me check it out. No, we won two out, not two one. Good. So I, I um, that was around the time I was super cynical because I think we had lost five in a row or not won five in a row. You guys won three straight games going into. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's coming off bad times. All right, there was a lot of bad times. I'm not hopeful because like so. But now, honestly, pretending, honestly, pretending he's a Liverpool fan. He's, he's, uh, trying, he's uh, trying to. So now, like, yeah, now, like the series bucket of losses isn't for you; it's for me. Just uh, we're collecting yeah, force. Close, the, uh, I'm just hoping for closing out the leg at this point. Let's just get to the next round. Close out the leg. We've got uh, two go. We have two home goals, so we need to keep that in mind. I mean, well, the thing that's nice about it is that they can't score any away goals anymore. So yeah, that's a good position so, to be in. You guys have the lead going into an away fixture where they cannot yeah. get any away goals. So like any goal you score is the end of the tie, essentially, as long as they haven't yeah. just scored four goals. Uh, I just want a, a, a weekly reminder that uh, Fat Frank is still in unemployment. Steven Gerrard's in the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Hey, Frankie just had a baby boy. The next Chelsea legend. Cool. One more one more check he gets from unemployment. <laughs> Another 1400 Get that yeah. extra stimmy? Um, yeah. Arsenal are going to see out uh, Olympiacos. Let's just hope that Olympiacos don't bring COVID with them. Like, I like that y'all have been slumming it in the fucking Europa League so long that this is an actual rivalry. I don't necessarily. <laughs> I, don't, I don't subscribe to the other We uh, the other team I want to draw outside of Real Madrid because Real Madrid is the weakest team to draw, right? They're the ease most get outable, right? But the other team I want to draw is Porto because beefing with Portuguese dudes for the last two years was the absolute peak <laughs> of. <laughs> we literally stole Alayalayale from Porto. <laughs> And we alley, alley, alley our way to two Champions League finals. Like you, you keep talking about this, like it's uh, it's almost like written in the stars because of uh, Istanbul and uh, Ronaldo and Messi being out, and like it's just like Rangers stars. winning the league. Yeah, yeah the it is. Are, the stars are aligning for a Liverpool, uh, a Liverpool Champions League win. We just look better in Champions League nights. Everybody just looks more switched, switched on, more like. They, they, they want to play more or whatever. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's it's easy to ter- get turned off when you're not fighting for the title in the league, but but then be like, be like, okay, this is the Champions League, and like understanding that you're playing against the best teams in Europe and like going for it and being like, let me show myself here. Yeah. Um, I, like uh, the, the season that you guys won won the Champions League but finished second in the league. Every every week, every game was impactful, right? And so you yeah you couldn't take a single game off. And you yeah, oh it, yeah, but. Like this season, it's like, well, you know, the league is what it is. The problem is going to be when you like, you know, if if you get knocked out of the Champions League, then being able to take that like that mental like uptick that you have for Champions League ball and apply it to the remaining Premier League fixtures, um, which I don't know if you'll be able to do because um, you have. Oh man, we, we are we are we are Diego Jota FC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are 
purely De- Diego Jota is the second coming of uh, David Villa. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Yeah, he's the second coming of David Villa. Man does not. I, if 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 we had Firmino in the nine against Wolves, we don't score. <laughs> That's it. Probably. True. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't even hesitate. Like gets in the box, shoot. That's it. End of. Like yeah. none of this. Should we? Uh, you guys want to uh, look forward to uh, some some fixtures we have coming up? So this weekend's a little like like I said, it's a little strange. Um, we've got an FA Cup weekend, uh, but then we also have some catch up Premier League games. Uh, not many. There's four Premier League games. There's four FA Cup games. Uh, and then a lot of teams, I think, are already on their international break at this point. So they're, after this weekend, there won't be any Premier League football for almost two weeks. Um, but so the FA Cup matches that we've highlighted, Everton are hosting Man City, and Leicester are hosting Manchester United. Uh, any thoughts about Any thoughts about those games, guys? Uh, I hope Leicester claps Man United. Me too. Let's do it. Make my day. No. City, uh, City keep marching on for their quadruple. Do you do they, Who cares? They'll get they'll they get clapped by whoever they play in the quarters. You think so? This is the quarters. Yeah, this is, they'll get clapped by whoever they play in the quarters. Baldy's gonna the overthink team? this and just get. I'll oh, just get clapped. It'll so be great. Can, beat City. I, I don't think so. I think this is the quarters. I think that Pep- no, I'm talking about the Champions League quarters. Who cares about it? We're on FA Cup now. We we skipped over. We, no, he's talking about the quadruple. City's road the to the quadruple yeah. isn't the FA Cup. It's the yeah. Champions of course, League. Of course, but but you uh, like we like we always say, you only play the game that's in front of you. The game that's in front of them right now is Everton. Do they beat Everton? Yeah, I think so too. I think so. This, this, this is a. This isn't where their quadruple road stops. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Um, it stops with Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. No, no. I, I, no. I agree with that sentiment. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't understand it. I didn't. I didn't understand what you meant. And then I realized we we're talking about the they, Cup. They might win their treble. They're not getting the quadruple. Winning <laughs> <laughs> the league cup like five now. Can we talk about Sean's transformation here from like the past two weeks to now? Off Getting a, a little, loss, co- we want some games off of a terrible loss that like nobody really played. I'm not even that upset about it. And he's it, not, was, it was a poor performance. About the four zero and the four one win, and he is about the, the two four zero looked loss. good. The one zero did not. That's why I was poop. That was like, a, I was your grumpiness is just amazing let's, here, and I'm so like. How are you this happy? Let's think about things that have made Sean upset. A 1-0 victory. Yep. <laughs> yep. A Rabona. Yep. Yep. Get things, that out of here. Things that have made, <laughs> things that have made him happy. A one a, a 2-1 loss to Arsenal in the North London Derby. I didn't say happy. Yes, he's okay. You know, yeah. I didn't say happy. I did not say happy. We're losing. Yeah, so okay. I'm just not upset really about poorly. it. Right, man. I don't know how you're not upset about that. You, but anyways. You do you, Sean. <laughs> I will. Premier League games. Uh, the only four that are happening this weekend. Fulham are hosting Leeds. Brighton is hosting Newcastle, like we talked about. West Ham is hosting <clears throat> Arsenal. And Villa are hosting Spurs. Uh, Brad, tell me what's going to happen in the Fulham-Leeds game. Uh, Leeds claps back. Keeps Fulham down. I think Leeds. I think it'll be a fun game. Um, Leeds is always a fun game to watch. I think we've all decided that it's appointment football. I think we say that every week. Um, no, you specifically and, say that. Oh, it is. It, oh, well, and I'm okay, with so him. Sorry. It's appointment John and I are both like Leeds thing to watch. It's in Brad's Rolodex of cliches he pulls from our soccer. Yeah. From our soccer. <laughs> Correct. Appointment football. <laughs> That's actually what Sean said last week. I was repeating Sean's statement there, Tammy. So, no, I'm not getting from Reddit. I was more making... I was never made a good joke about the fact that like you keep talking about things as oh it's gonna be a fun game. That's your go-to. It's a, yeah, it's his, it's from his Rolodex. <laughs> okay. So what? Uh, what are you for? Who, so you think you think Leeds are gonna win? Yeah. Okay. Anyone anyone want to disagree with him? Uh, it's probably gonna be like one-one or something. I think Fulham are actually gonna win. Ooh! Wow! Like, Leeds, I think it's gonna be a tie. Leeds don't have anything to play for, and. Like we're to the point in the season where I think some of these guys might look at 
two weeks off and be like, ah, you know, and I understand it's not two weeks off, but they might they might take it a little bit easy and Fulham need to win. So I, don't, I think Fulham I think Fulham gets a win here. Um, it's a good argument, but I don't. Leeds doesn't play any other way than what Leeds plays. Like I don't I don't see them not showing up. I could I could I see can. a draw. Okay, Tamzid. You get you get you get the uh, relegation six pointer. What's what's happening with uh, Brighton and Newcastle? Jesus, <laughs> turning off the TV. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I'm not fucking watching that. Oof. <laughs> Cry me a river. I don't care about Brighton's XG. Like, <laughs> well, Brighton had better players. They'd be higher up the field. Yeah, Burnley had better players. They'd be higher up the field too. Brad, what are uh, what what's uh, Brighton's expected points? What's there? They were like like okay. sixth or seventh. We can, yeah, we continue. Um, West Ham Arsenal. Uh, I, I just I still don't rate I don't rate West Ham Arsenal win. Yeah, Suchek ball is getting clapped. Yeah, <laughs> Arsenal, yeah Arsenal like, win. This is, this is, this I, is I was, they're, they're horrendous. I was gonna check with the uh, the absent guy about what's going on with Villa and Spurs, and maybe I'll just take the next like ten seconds to fill. Uh, I think I think Villa are getting clapped. I don't. I don't. I think Villa are getting slapped. Yeah. I'm hoping for a draw. I'm hoping for a draw. Um, uh, nah, I think I think Villa are getting slapped. Sean, they're just they're just so. Sean Villa Spurs. What's gonna happen? Uh, well, my thought, just looking at it on papers, is probably gonna de- be a decent game, as far as stylistically. Um, but I could see it being a two-one Spurs coming off a loss. Uh, probably cleaning cleaning up some errors that happen because you're you're right. We didn't play well against our against Arsenal, so cleaning up some things. And then Villa aren't Arsenal, so uh, they might be better than Arsenal. You never know. They're not. <laughs> I don't think so, but <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, clean up some things. Yeah, I could see it being two one Spurs. Okay. Tamsi, you were gonna, uh, you were gonna make is, a point. Yes. Sorry. Is Grealish still out? Yes. I believe so. He's still out. Oh, then it's three O Spurs. Yeah, I had to look that up. They are they spent uh a hundred and fifty or sixty million in the last two years, and they're still basically Jack Grealish away from relegation. So uh Questions need to be asked on how they spend their money, too. That's fair. So, like, not enough questions are asked about how you could chuck 40 million at a forward like Wesley. Yeah. Zero goals. Yeah. I, uh, Bertrand Troy. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. No. They, start, they started well. Lost Barkley. But they've not been good recently. They got a really good goalkeeper. Well, they're, yes, they did. Uh, for, but for a good price, too. The, the overall consensus is that they're really... I mean, they didn't have a bad goalkeeper to begin with. Like, Tom Eaton was not a bad keeper. Uh, but, I don't know. A lot more questions need to be asked on the fact that Dean Smith throws money around for essentially no real upgrades. So, my my understanding of this of this hierarchy at, at Villa is that Dean Smith was clearly... He's the, he's the top. He's the head coach. But that John Terry was hired to kind of be the head coach in waiting is it am i am, do i am i misremembering this from like two years ago that when john wasn't john Her- terry hired before dean smith maybe probably i think i'm not yeah i don't I, know I, I i'm not sure he, i thought that he was hired before dean smith was hired and that like, he was a player there for his last year i think oh that's what it was yeah. i think that's yeah. right i think yeah. that's right and and he's he's i feel like he's kind of like the manager in waiting is my understanding um do we think that, like, say they they don't say they finish eighth or ninth, um, is that something that, that that happens next year? They get rid of Dean Smith. Does that if they get rid of if they get rid of Grealish, they're going down. Yeah. Is is that right? Is that a bad finish for them though? Eighth, ninth, tenth. With what they're spending and how they. If, yeah, if a team spends one hundred and sixty million and you end up finishing eighth. In two, well, you're saying in two years, so eighty, well, yeah, 80 million. Yeah, hundred million last year, and like sixty or seventy mil this year. I don't know. It's a weird season. I think you look at more like where they were and where they like. So, like through twenty games, 
they were like fourth or fifth, something like that, right? Like, like, and they yeah, they tailed off yeah. over the last. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a Grealish. Ever since Grealish got injured, they haven't won. They haven't won in four games now. Yeah. So, well, I think I think James's point is for Aston Villa. Are they expecting to win the league? No. So fourth or fifth is where you're looking no, to but, be. But the the thing is, I mean, is your European football is based on what you spend, right? Yeah. Like so, you're, they're looking you're for European football. If you're spending Champions League football and you finish twelfth in the league, that's it. Yeah. That's a, that's a first class way to to guarantee you go down like Leeds. Yeah. Like so their ambition was their ambition is clearly European football. Yeah, with clearly the, European the way football. they spent money. That's their ambition. That's their goal. Their goal is to finish sixth, probably. Um, and seventh is acceptable as long as seventh doesn't steal the Europa League spot. Um, or it should, I should say, as long as the FA Cup winner doesn't steal the, the seventh. Steal the European, that's, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, like happened last year. I, I, I don't know. I, I think if they finish seventh, I think if they finish in the... In the Europa League for in, in the Europa League's position for next year, I think that they're happy, um, be, especially with the way that some of these te- some of these big six teams have been playing this year. Um, this was a, a prime opportunity for them to, you know, make a run at it. Um, but I mean, like Villa are a team that if they get European football, like that could be disastrous for them. Yeah, like having yeah. to having to play two games a week. Yeah, and like have to go to like. Turkmenistan to play that second game or like Azerbaijan like that could be a problem for them so I don't know but they also need the cash flow of course I mean like everyone wants the money from European football um the only team that the only teams that don't need the money from European football are uh City United and Chelsea because they have unlimited funds uh so yeah clearly yeah uh, Clearly, Villa won it. Okay. You guys got anything else? No. All right. Well, loyal loyal listeners, um, we're going to kind of give you guys a quick what our tentative plans are. Tentative plans are for the next couple weeks because we are going into an in, going into an international break. Um, this podcast is not really uh, focused for or, or, or designed to talk about international football. We're kind of a primarily a uh, English Premier League podcast and a like a Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs podcast. Um, so we're not going to have a normal episode next week. Our plan is to kind of wrap up these six games that we talked about and then maybe make some bold predictions. Uh, so that could be fun about what we think is going to finish, how, you know, how certain teams are going to finish, Golden Boot, things like that. Maybe some silly things. should be a little bit of a shorter episode. A week after that, uh, we'll, we plan on having a preview for the uh, return of Premier League football coming on that first weekend in April. Um, before, and then like two weeks from tonight, uh, or I guess, yeah, two weeks. I guess it might be three weeks from tonight. I don't know how that works. I guess three weeks from tonight we'll have our, a, a normal episode again. Um, but just kind of... Uh, Keep uh, listening out for us, and we'll, uh, we'll tweet out and we'll put posts up. So just uh, you know, and we will still make this interesting even without actual Premier League soccer. We will we will find ways to get you guys content. So just follow the Twitter, like we said, and and YouTube. Every time Brad says we'll find ways to get you content, I get nervous. Yeah, Brad's gonna keep his hands <laughs> on. We promise. But, yeah, <laughs> but as always, uh, you know, this is. Uh, this is Red Card Radio. We're at Red Card underscore Radio on Twitter. We got our YouTube channel. Check us out um, on Anchor FM, Anchor FM. Um, that's our kind of our repository for our podcasts. Um, but of course, you know that if you're listening to us, um, Brad, are you going to interrupt me or do I get to? Do I get? To- yeah. So, so the 2008. This is a best animated feature from last time Tottenham won a cup was the best Ratatouille, thing. which. You're is now opening, guess. huh? You're supposed oh. to let us guess. My bad, I f- I messed up. Oh well. Which the new ride is opening at Disney World October first. I didn't think any of y'all would have gotten it, anyways. Am I also, right? That's not the last time I won a cup. 
Yo, Chan, don't say this. Just please don't. Please. please do. Please do. Please do. I'm begging you. Please do. I, I'm just going to cut the video. I'm just going to cut the video. We don't need this. What, what, what car do you drive? We won the preseason Audi Cup. This is, uh, this is, <laughs> this is Red Card Radio. That's uh, at KS Brad G. Diagonally, that's uh, at Firmino's Dentist. That guy down there with the hot takes, smooth brain takes, that's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I'm at James Tiffany. Please send all your Audi Cup memes to Sean. Bring them. That's it. That's all we got. I'm putting them all in the trophy, too. The trophy case, because it's empty. What am I doing? That's not. I need. That's the button I need. This is Red Car Radio. We, this is our talk of the uh, Match Day 29. But we will uh, we'll have something for you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Good night.